gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. Done with this sort of thing. Careful now. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is The Aaron Meta Show. February 15th, uh, 2015. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show. This is The Aaron Meta Show with me, Aaron, and also Josh. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Feel like a bit of time there. Anyway, if you uh, want, if you want, if you guys want to check out the show. Uh, thank you very much for checking out the show. Actually, before I begin, uh, if you want to check us out on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. You can also check us out on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show, and also on Mixcloud as well. Which you're either listening to this or you're listening on the RSS feeds on iTunes, on Stitcher. Uh, we are available all over and uh, you know it's uh, been really great uh, for uh, doing the show and for you guys to check it out and also for Josh to be here as well so J- uh, Josh how have you been getting on? Um, I think everything's going pretty well how about you? I've uh, been going very well and uh, also uh, actually tell you what we uh, just before we came on the sh- came on air and I'm actually about to stick this in the intro actually the uh, uh, we actually almost didn't have the show because uh, one of the ports has actually just blown in my recording device uh, in uh, basically, so basically, what happens was we were actually going to actually start the show, and we had the intro going, and everything like that. And then I noticed one of the levels on uh, the uh, the left hand side wasn't uh, picking up any sound, and uh, so unfortunately, I've had to. It's, luckily, I've got another port that basically I can stick this uh, recorder in, and uh, now it's uh, recording perfectly fine. At least I think it is. So, but uh, you know, unfortunately, it's uh, now I'm going to have to. Uh, Invest in a new uh, recording device, which uh, either is going to have to be uh, either. I've got a laptop that basically I've got that I can probably record sound on, but uh, yeah, that's a bit of a kick in the teeth, really. That's uh, my trusty recorder now has uh, had a got a busted port on it, so uh, yeah, bad times. Yeah, so uh, anyway, it's. Uh, Actually, what there's uh, something we're going to talk about in a bit soon, which kind of really has made my weekend, and uh, we're going to have a really big joke about that as well. But uh, there's a few other things we're also going to talk about on the show, and. Uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, I'll tell you what. Before this actually happened, I was actually going to have to. I was actually going to uh, do a bit of an introduction, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's sort of taking me by surprise. Really, that my recorder decided to decided to break down uh, the the very beginning of the show. So uh, what a way to uh, what a way to begin. So uh, yeah. Anyway, shall we uh, move on to our uh, we'll move on to our first topic anyway? Because obviously that's kind of uh, taking the uh, momentum out of me, but. Uh, um, obviously, we're going to try and make this a pretty straightforward show tonight. Obviously, I'd, I've got some uh, work to do uh, tomorrow morning, so I don't want to stay up uh, too late. And actually, Josh, thanks for uh, doing this a bit earlier than uh, I was planning to, so uh, that's uh, really cool of you to do. And uh, But uh, first thing we're going to start off with is, uh, this is actually a, a really funny video that's going across the internet. Now, obviously, we've got the situation in Ukraine at the moment, and uh, we've got everyone meeting in Minsk, Minsk uh, right now in Belarus to uh, get the Ukrainian situation uh, sorted out, and or at least get a ceasefire in place, and uh, there's all sorts of news about that, but apparently there's something that's uh, kind of disappeared under the radar a little bit, and uh, that was that uh, President Putin uh, made a uh, uh, diplomatic visit to uh, the country of Egypt, and uh, there is something that happened that was just uh, 
really hilarious to, to watch because uh, basically he got off the plane, he met with uh, President Sisi, and uh, he was at, uh, basically to uh, what he does is with uh, all the. Uh, diplomats that or like all the presidents or whatever who comes to the sh- comes to the uh, the country, they basically perform the national anthem of that country using the military orchestra. This is absolutely hilarious, and keep this in mind, okay? This is President Putin who's stood directly in front of this orchestra when all of this is happening. So, Josh, do you want me to play the clip and uh, tell you what I'm talking about? Uh, sure. Okay, then, and uh, so this is basically the Russian national anthem performed by the Egyptian military orchestra. So check this out. Yeah, um, that uh, was something. It was uh, catchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wh- where to begin? Um, I know budgets are tight in Egypt right now, but uh, I suggest not uh, rehearsing with kazoos uh, when you know we're doing the non-dress-up you know uh, dress up performance of these national anthems. Seriously, it's like, you know, if you think about it, basically, they must have just like just handed out instruments to them and basically just said, look, just play what you think sounds like the uh, the national anthem of Russia. It's the same as the one for the Soviet Union. You, you, we're all familiar with that. You know, don't worry, you'll be fine. But it looks like it's a, it's a diabolical mixture of people who know basically how to play the anthem and just people they've just shoved like in with like trumpets and stuff and basically just said look just here's a trumpet play it he's like well, okay. I, I don't know how to play trumpet well just play the trumpet and he's like, basically just there going burp, burp, burp. Just... <laughs> i thought i thought i was crazy i mean i i mean like they it just sounded like they were trying to get into it rather than uh play it right it just, yeah it just was it's like it was the most that and think about that president putin was stood in front of that and you could actually see in the youtube video he's basically you know he's got that like stone stone faced look that basically right. you know a very serious look you can actually see him his frown just like uh, put in a couple more like 25 degrees as, as, it, as it goes down it's just it's oh it's just so wait, uh, you're, you're saying like he's going like what the hell is that yeah like- he's like <laughs> he, 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 no he just he, he knows that basically what he's got in front of him is basically a huge pile of shit so uh <laughs> yeah it was just um that was absolutely hilarious it's like uh you know uh 
In Putin's Russia, uh, you grind an organ. In communist uh, Egypt, uh, organ grinds you. <laughs> oh, oh. Dear. I swear, you know, and let's, let's not get this wrong, you know, where the um, actions of President Putin have been absolutely diabolical, uh, you know, over this whole Ukraine situation, you know, backing these rebels and things like that. You know, George Galloway goes on his, uh, you know, Russia Today show and says, oh, these are just coal miners and... Uh, other stuff like that, and yet, uh, you know, uh, there's actually evidence of, like, uh, you know, Russia, like, like, sticking tanks and, like, military personnel, you know, over the border and stuff like that, so it's just, uh, so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I guess that's, that performance is well-deserved in a way, but, uh, you know, obviously, I think if he, if he, if I ended up having to, like, put, like, a, some kind of ceremony together for him, you know, it's like, it'd be like, it'd just be like, you know, a couple of, like, five-year-olds with, like, kazoos and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, wave whistles and stuff like that. So, uh, which you know, quite frankly, I think that's what the Egyptian military orchestra was trained on before they allowed them to have proper instruments. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just absolutely hilarious uh, watching that video. I mean, so. I thought it was just the earphones, uh, yeah. but it turned out. No, oh God, this 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 thing just sounds diabolically awful. It just. I it's, know. Oh my! God. I mean, like I've never listened to the national to the uh, is it what what uh, Russian national anthem? It's the Russian anthem? national anthem. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've never listened to it, but I I knew something wasn't right about it. And yeah. <laughs> I tell you, if you, I know, thought if, it was... if you never listened to it before, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll uh, just bear me one second. I'll uh, try and find uh, the what it's actually supposed to sound like. Um, uh, this one has the lyrics in it. Um. That one's the same video again. Uh, I don't think we'll play. I don't think we'll play that again. Uh, tell you what, we'll. Uh, I'll see if this one works. Just bear me one second. Well, besides, you know, the uh, like the singing and stuff. That's basically what it's supposed to sound like. I mean, I'm I'm starting to cry a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Reminds you, it's just like that's that's an example of basically what's not supposed. That's what it's supposed to sound like. Not supposed to sound like this. You know, that's basically that's that's something you, that sounds like it's basically like a band just basically rolling down a hill and it's about to hit a wall. It's just it's. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically offbeat. <laughs> it's tone death. It's like it's a, it's a mix between like uh, the five year old like cadets and the, the, the geriatric uh, retired bunch. Like just you know trying to uh, you know um, it's just it's it's, it's absolutely it's absolutely diabolical that you know a um, an, you know a, a military orchestra should sound like that. So uh-huh. it's just uh, it's just it's it's internet gold at the moment. So uh, oh okay. Yeah. Anyway, we got that definitely that pretty quickly, so uh, that's always good. Um, Josh, did you see the latest episode of Law and Order uh, special uh, special crime unit? Um, I just uh, watched. I just watched an episode of it today, but I never like. Uh, I've heard. I just saw that there was a meme about it or something like. Uh, it's me a game aired on. I didn't. I didn't watch that episode. I just watched. Uh, I think I just watched a rerun today because yeah. I barely watch uh, Law and Order on many occasions yeah <laughs> think of me 
Well, Call me crazy. <laughs> yeah. This uh, latest episode that's come out, uh, basically, it's called Intimidation Game, and uh, I'll give you the uh, the the the, uh, the overview of it. Basically, it's an episode of the American TV police drama Law and Order Special Victims Unit, which is based on Gamergate, which is this whole thing that's currently going on at the moment, which. Uh, Kind of as you know, I'm trying to find my do my best to basically follow it, but obviously I keep getting left left behind because I like leave it alone for like four or five hours. But uh, and it surrounds basically those events. Uh, following its broadcast in mid February 2015, uh, the episode was quickly met with uh, mostly negative reaction and mockeries uh, from both uh, pro and anti Gamergate camps uh, due to its uh, corny screenplay uh, as well as its oversimplification of the actual events. And so. Uh, Basically, um, it aired on 11th of February 2015, which uh, was only a couple of days ago. The episode follows a female video gamer who is kidnapped and abused by a gamers calling themselves the kill or be killed, slaughtered, you know, basically the cobs, uh, in, a, in an allusion to uh, conspiracy after its aftermath. Uh, the episode also features references to 8chan and Reddit, and uh, also as well as uh, Anita Skarskizian also making a... Uh, uh, making an appearance in that, uh, kind of like a cameo appearance in that as well. So, uh, uh, basically, it was, um, this episode, if you've seen it, basically, it was the most over-the-top and most outrageous and probably the most probably simplified episode of uh, Law & Order that I've watched in a long time. And I've actually watched, you know, various, um, you know, actually, I don't watch the Special Victims Unit, really. I've watched more, basically, the courtroom drama bits. I've kind of more watched the lawyers than the, uh, than, than everyone else, but uh, yeah, I can kind of understand why I watched that part of the show and not watched, you know, this version of the show, because uh, this whole thing was horrible. Basically, this um, I'm trying to think uh, where I'm trying to find the actually the uh, the name of, like, the character who basically gets kidnapped and uh, basically gets, like, abused and stuff like that. I'm trying to find which uh, what the name of the character was. It doesn't actually tell me here. Maybe because it was so... Uh, I do. I do remember her last name. Basically, she's supposed to be, I think, uh, an Asian character, like a uh, like either an Indian or a Pakistani character. And uh, basically, they gave her the last name uh, Punjabi. I Punjabi. think Punjabi. Punjabi, yeah, which uh, is a actual you know region uh, between you know India and Pakistan. Yeah. And uh, so it's actually, she's actually named after a region of the uh, of that. So obviously, you can see the simplicity is obviously you know enforced in that. And. Obviously, you know, there's obviously this whole, you know, debate going on between, you know, whether, you know, if basically whether games are misogynistic or whatever and uh, uh, and things like that. And uh, this whole episode basically just um, t- basically turned it up too much and basically basically, basically created uh, out of these, um, you know, some of these trolls that basically have been in this whole situation, basically turned them into the Islamic State, but pretty much. And so basically, you know, here's this terror organization. They kidnap the girl. They like do like, uh, you know, like uh, videos and stuff like that. And then actually, I'll tell you what, in one of the most over the top bits that they did for basically creating, you know, just basically shock value and not actually creating anything of substance. Basically, they actually did a video where basically they uh, showed her being raped by one of the uh, people wearing the masks, which I thought, you know, I think it's already pretty much been enforced that basically, you know, they've kidnapped her and they've done whatever, and obviously they, you know, they're, you know, obviously doing whole cyber terrorism thing. But, you know, that bit was totally uncalled for and was totally, you know, you know, was not was not necessary in this episode. It was not necessary in this, uh, in this. And I mean, then, you know, I'm the, sorry, this is like, it's, 
Oh my god! Like I'm just imagining it now, and it's terrible to see that. Well, there's some clips on. There's actually, there's actually like a seven minute like video on on the Know Your Meme website of this, uh, basically giving like an overview of basically what the uh, the the episode is like. And to be honest with you, if that's what the episode's like from the clips, I would not want to watch the entire episode. And, I don't even want uh, yeah. to watch it. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm going to surprise you. And you know, it's um, for those who are very. Um, uh, basically really into their law and order, you know, uh, I would be pretty worried at this stage because, you know, it's episodes like this that basically bring down, you know, series. You know, like, you know there's like, uh, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Well, I mean, there has been e- examples in the past where basically episodes like this have come out and then basically they've uh, created a lot of crap and basically it's created a lot of problems for the... Uh, for the network, and basically they're turning around and saying, "Well, look, it's you know, it's not got the, it didn't get the the uh, the ratings that it should have got. It's created a lot of co- headache for the executives of the company to basically, uh, you know, uh, find some, you know, try and resolve their their, their uh, issues with uh, that the audience will have with them. And so, you know, this you know, if this gets you know keeps carrying on and get, and goes." you know, um, all the way, you know, to be panned absolutely everywhere. You know, this could be the death of this series. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've, I've seen, you know, uh, I really wish I, I could I could name a couple of examples, but uh, I've seen episodes of shows where basically they've completely gone way over the top and have just more, more insulted and uh, hurt people more than they have actually tried to, you know, either inform or entertain them. And basically those shows have just gone flying off the air within the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. And Law and Order has been on the, it's been on air for as long as I can remember. But now it's after so many years they've done. I think they went, you're like you said, they went over the top and yeah. they went like they're just uh, putting their show in jeopardy for no for no good reason whatsoever. And on top of that, upsetting already what is a hostile environment in this whole GamerGate uh, uh, controversy that's currently going on at the moment. You know, ethics and journalism misogyny. You know, yada yada yada. But, uh, you know, so this has basically just basically thrown a grenade in this whole situation and uh, it's basically not helped anybody. And uh, everyone's just said, you know, this is a really stupid episode. And so... It sounds, uh, it sounds uh, pretty... Yeah, it sounds pretty stupid. It's more than... It sounds more than stupid, if I must say. It's, it sounds... I can't think of a word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whoever, whoever wrote this episode needs to be basically, you know... I, I would be holding this guy accountable right now because, you know, it's... Uh, it's not good. Basically, it's it's been it's one of the most horrific episodes of the show, and I'm only just going off this by the clips, not by the uh, by actually watching it myself. And some people will say, "Well, why don't you watch the episode before you start making a journey?" He's like, "Well, I've already watched basically the, the the gist of basically what the episode is about. I've already read about it from uh, you know very trustworthy sources, I would say." who basically, you know, review these things, you know, on a regular basis. And uh, they're, you know, I'm in agree- agreement with them that, you know, the you've got to be careful when you're doing, uh, when you're covering topics like this. Because if when you, when you do it right and you do your research on these things, you do a very good episode on, uh, on this. But when you get it, you know, 100% wrong, I mean, let's let's do it relates to fan fiction. You know, we've we've all read you know Hey Arnold fan fiction that's been written terribly. But when you oh, actually yeah. get to people who actually have done their research, watched all the episodes, and know what the characters are about, they write amazing fan fiction. Right. And yeah, so this is kind of like you know, sort of the same situation. If you want to, if you're gonna put on some kind of show or put some kind of uh, uh, media entertainment together, at least do your research properly. 
about and get your head around you know the subject matter before basically throwing it out there and uh, you know basically upsetting everybody right and <laughs> you go ahead yeah from this from the looks of this, this is going to be this is now turned into a meme from the looks of it from know your meme because it once it gets on there and once it gets you know uh uh approved and everything obviously that you know that becomes you know solid, solid in time and you know it's um yeah it's just it's it's going to it's oh it's just really done it's just to create a load of uh a lot of people basically either laughing at it or basically do really despising this episode and probably just upsets the Law and Order fans in the process. Oh man, it's just uh, it's. I mean, like, I'm not a huge fan of Law and Order. I mean, I do like some episodes, but this is just. Uh, I mean, I'm saying this as a human being. This is in, this is way too intense for television. It is, and uh, I think from my understanding is it's got a TV 14 rating as well. Which TV you think? 14. Yeah, and it has a rape scene in it. I mean, if they wanted to put a rape scene in there, shouldn't they just make a movie out of it? Yeah, like, it's just yeah, an R-rated movie. But seriously. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Yeah. Exactly. Ah, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good grief. So, uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's upset a lot of people. Uh, maybe I should play this one as well. <laughs> so, yeah, how many times am I using this clip now on uh, on episodes? <laughs> of this show, it's like uh, it takes all the way back to the uh, to uh, the beginning of the beginning of the year. But yeah, uh, it's uh, basically it's gone out, done nothing, achieved nothing, upset a lot of people. Nothing to yeah, nothing to be nothing to be gained. Nothing to be nothing to be um, well nothing. Just a, a load of nothing. Uh-huh. That's basically what it's it just, is. Uh, Two uh, like I mean, there's like kids wa- like eleven year olds watching this show, and they have to put a rape scene in there. Well, it's TV 14, so I guess you can say, you know, 14's and up, so currently, you know, looking yeah. at this. You know, you look at some of the elements of it, though, but and you think, you know, if you did, like... Um, I do remember one time there was, like, a, a PSA for people who write stuff about children on the internet and about how they want to shoot them and stuff like that, and basically, you know, child abuse and things like that. And that was done in a, oh. that was done in a public service announcement by uh, Bernardo's, I believe. And... You know, in that context, it works because basically it is stuff that basically people are saying online and, uh, you know, it's showing when they put it in action how, you know, awful it actually sounds. But when you put it in the context of law and order and you put it in the context of basically a fictional television show, it just doesn't work. You're right. It doesn't work at all. No. It's <laughs> it's just a, it's a disturbing matter. I mean... You put it like if you put it's a, if you put it in a movie, it's one thing. But if you put it on television, where lots of people, where anyone can be watching this, anyone, it's mm. it could be a nightmare for everyone. Oh yeah, it will. Uh, I tell you what, this is some of the stuff that I was looking at. You know, it was just it was, um, it you know, it's just it's a Law and Order episode, which uh, you know, and I've watched actually quite a lot of episodes of Law and Order, and I've actually watched. Um, um, a few basically courtroom like jar dramas and stuff like that, and uh, kind of you know kind of crime stuff, and uh, nothing got as in- near as intense as this. And I just think it was just a it was a huge cry of desperation, which kind of just fell on deaf ears. Yeah, I, I've seen. I mean, I've heard of uh, like I've seen obscene things, and I mean, usually I watch uh, reality courtroom things like uh, Judge Judy and stuff like that, but uh, it's just I never knew that uh, they can act- television can actually go that far i yeah. think i didn't i didn't know they can go that far today 
Actually, on top of that, as well, but obviously, you know, the uh, the you know, um, da- actually, on top of that as well, they actually did uh, at the very end uh, when they were basically looking for basically the uh, these you know these cyber terrorists or whatever. They basically they broke down one of the. Uh, they broke into one. Basically, the the police got into one of the houses of like one of the men, and basically, it's like this. You know, it's, um, that this mother's basically there, and obviously, it took a swipe, I believe, at uh, single parenting as well. Now, I'm not too sure. I think uh, from what people have been saying on the online, apparently, he was taking a, sw- a, sw- a swipe at autistic people as well. But I've actually not seen any scene that basically refers to that or basically anything that. Uh, refers to that as well so obviously i can't comment on that bit but obviously there was a look there was a bit of it when you know he's like he's like he's, uh, this episode from looks of it we're trying to kind of combat basically the problems with uh you know misogyny and uh you know some of the threats that basically have been online through like you know this whole game of gay controversy and stuff like that but uh uh, at the same time, it basically this episode shot itself in the foot when basically it looked like basically it portrayed this like single mom that basically didn't know what was going on with her kid and that apparently he got caught up in this whole uh, cyber terrorist thing. I mean, to be honest with you, thinking about it, if you look at it, it kind of looks like they, this was actually written to be more of an Islamic extremism type of type of episode rather than a Gamergate episode, and I think. If if that's the case, they must have made, from what from what is from from looking at it and uh, making a bit more sense of it. It looks like they've taken basically the storyline that would have been suitable for like you know Islamic State and ISIS and you know Islamic extremism and stuff like that, and just repl- just basically said, "Nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to do Gamergate in case we upset people." Oh, that sounds a little uh, sounds a little racist to me in some way. It is, yeah, but uh, obviously yeah. they must have thought of that as well, and they must have thought, okay, then, well, uh, we're going to swap this, we're going to do Gamergate instead, so we're going to cover that instead, and basically make that the uh, the, the terrorist uh, storyline, rather than basically, you know, the uh, that, so, I don't know, it, like, uh, it, thinking about it now, it does feel so, somewhat like that. Like, it was supposed to be meant for one thing, but instead they decided to put in something else. Right. Yeah. It's just, it, um, Either way, it sh- it probably they shouldn't have done that. No. Either way, they shouldn't have written it. They shouldn't have put it on television. I mean, what like it's it's, it's like they want to create controversy just so people can just talk about it and. Whether it's good or bad, well, I mean, curating you know, controversy is one thing, but doing it wrong, doing it, doing it like one hundred percent wrong, is like that's completely that's completely di- that, that's completely different. You know, if you want to create controversy, like say for example, they did go with the. Uh, the Islamic terrorist, you know, storyline. If that's you know what they were going to go with in, in the, originally when they plot when they uh, uh, pitched the episode, then obviously you know uh, that in itself wouldn't be a problem if they only uh, basically if they didn't make it as extreme and didn't put in so many awful elements and basically only stuck with basically uh, what's basically been discussed within you know the co- the context of the of the subject matter if they went see, the fact that they went out of their way to basically say okay we're going to film we're going to show that basically these terrorists you know raped this woman while they kept while they kid while they held her hostage or whatever or when they kidnapped her or whatever as you know some of that there was even a scene where basically when they did it they actually showed it on like one of the big screens in New York City, and actually put it like a like a banner saying, you know, uh, a game on uh, uh, why 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 NPD, you know, New York Police Department. And I just oh. thought, you know, the jo- the Joker from the Dark Knight must be si- must be sitting there uh, looking at this and thinking, why so stupid? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. That- <laughs> oh God. 
it's just oh man yeah. I, this is just my only reaction for it right there it is oh. it's like yeah so uh and also on top of that, the fact that uh, you know the uh, they went with a really stereotypical Asian character to basically play the uh, you know the kidnap victim and stuff like that, and call her you know call her last name I believe Punjabi, you know. I don't know, but uh, that's uh, there's something with that as well. But uh, yeah, I think that's a Law and Order episode that's going to stick out in very many other people's minds, and uh, I think uh, I think for Law and Order's sake, I think they're going to ho- hope that the next batch of episodes is going to basically wash away whatever happened in that episode again i'm not familiar with the uh the special victims unit part of the show i'm only familiar with like all the court dramas and stuff like that within law and order that's my kind of domain in regards to that so uh, and also they started doing a uk version of the show as well which you know i'm sort of kind of getting to grips with at the moment but uh yeah this was uh this was a big mistake and uh they, they should not have done this episode it was so it was so horrible <laughs> It is. It sounds horrible to me, mm. despite thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on to this story, which is uh, more closer to home for me, and uh, that is this is a sham wedding that's gone horribly wrong. And oh no! Go- this is the this is the best. You know, think about it this way: you're trying to commit a you're trying to commit a a uh, a fraud, and basically for assuming you're an asylum seeker, and basically what's going on with you know in regards to these sham marriages, basically they are. Uh, Getting people to basically marry them, whether they're, you know, um, I do remember one uh, episode of watching BBC Panorama and they uh, secretly filmed somebody trying to convince a uh, Polish prostitute to basically marry this uh, Pakistani guy. And they went through with it all and everything and got the documents and everything. And basically he then after that got a free stay in the United Kingdom because obviously he's married to a citizen of the European Union. So, uh, that's basically how this whole scam works. Basically, you uh, get somebody, you pay them off to uh, marry this other this guy who can't get citizenship within the country, and when that person then becomes the spouse of someone who is a British citizen or an EU citizen, uh, that person is then entitled to basically stay in the country, you know, on the basis of human rights and basically a, a right to a family life. So this obviously was one attempt to basically get this uh, Hungarian guy, I believe, and so Pakistani guy, I believe, Asubar Khan, uh, of uh, 28 years old, uh, trying to get to them to marry a uh, Hungarian, uh, Beta Silvigaisky, I think it's I think it's spelled. I'm very sorry if I screwed that one up. But uh, basically they were detained uh, minutes before the sham marriage was actually supposed to take place. And uh, the reason they got arrested is because basically they spooked um, basically security there because basically the I think the the groom the would be groom was unable to remember the name of the bride, so uh, basically he couldn't remember Beta's name. So therefore, that kind of got alarm bells ringing within the uh, the registry office to say, well, wait a second, how on earth can these two? be on the verge of being husband and wife and yet not know each other's names oh i don't i don't think that would be uh i mean come on it's just i mean if you really love the person and you're marrying someone you got to remember that person's name or (laughs) it just you i mean it's just uh how do they i'm confused yeah i'm just really confused about this because i i don't think i would forget my bride's name if i'm if she's being even if she's being walked down the aisle and just 
even if her name is too long to remember i'm pretty sure i know her name yeah and uh, you know you would think that basically this would all be rehearsed within you know uh, the first good couple of months when they were planning this out that basically the person would know who this person was so the uh, basically what happened was they were exposed after uh, uh, Zubair Khan uh, made the phone call to the marriage fixer who was uh, Khalik Dad Khan, uh, who checked his bride's name during the meeting with the registrar before the wedding was due to go ahead. Uh, the registrar then notified authorities. Again, I don't know if you're familiar who the registrar is because I don't know what the terminology is for uh, people who are allowed to like marry in America and stuff. But uh, uh, the registrar then uh, notified the authorities, and uh, the bride and groom were then detained uh, on the spot in the registry office. Uh, and this was in last October. Uh, Zubair Khan of London was jailed for 20 months, so at least he gets a 20 month stay here in uh, the, the United Kingdom, at least behind bars. And then he'll be deported back to Pakistan, and uh, also. Um, uh, they both uh, admitted. I don't know if uh, who the uh, oh the, uh, the also the the uh, what would be bride the Hungarian bride was uh, jailed for seventeen months for the same offence and both admitted conspiracy to breach of immigration law because uh, that is a, there is law within Im- there is a law within the immigration law that says you can't you can't do this. Uh, Kalik uh, Dadkan was also charged. He got twenty months for basically basically putting the whole marriage together because he was the fixer in all of this and uh, yeah so uh, this is uh, a situation that uh, was um, was broken up uh, by uh, uh, by some very uh, very no- well very noteworthy people who were able to pick up on this whole sham so it was it was a stupid move it was stupid well yeah all the all these marriages are stupid you know um, <laughs> all these uh, you know you have this guy who you know is in this, who basically has come from another country and then is marrying somebody else. Now, to be fair, you know the majority. I like to think that the majority of marriages uh, that uh, involve uh, foreign citizens are actually legitimate. But obviously, there are those ones that basically, you know, you would definitely look at and say, you know, this is a problem. There is a problem here. And so, um, you know, obviously, uh, you'd look at these. You'd look at the whole scenario. Of what's going on there and also um i mean i know this is only for i think um applicable to marriages that go on within um you know uh, religious ceremonies rather than basically the registry office but i do believe like some you know, like the vicar or the priest or the i don't know the imam or basically the uh, uh what's the uh what's the one what's the who who leads uh jewish ceremonies i completely forgotten um uh, I don't. I don't. I just can't remember. Yeah. So, uh, Rab- probably... rabbi. Or... Rabbi. There we go. Yeah, the rabbi or the imam or whatever would meet the couple prior to this, ask them question. You know, you know, questions about their relationship and stuff like that. You think? You know, I reckon if that 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 if that failsafe was in place before, basically they even got to this point of basically being in the registry office. I reckon this could have already been like picked apart. Long before, you know, obviously they got to this. They got to this point. So, uh, I mean, here's the thing. My bride's. Uh, I mean, he couldn't remember his own bride's name. My bride's name could be as uh, like 
could be a na- made up name what, or whatever. Like if her name could be Brockma or something like as ridiculous as that. Well, actually, <laughs> you need to provide official documents before you can get married. Before, well, at least you know supposedly right. official documents before you can get married. Obviously, you get a marriage oh, yeah. license as well, which has the names of the couples on them. From what I, right. from what I recall, I mean, don't get you know I'm not married, so I mean I can't I, I can't recall marriage law word for word, but. That's the situation that currently uh, is in place, but obviously it looks like there's going to need to be a few more safeguards put in place to basically stop stuff stuff like this from happening. Right. Hmm. It's just oh, okay. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it, there's other ways to. They would have been caught no matter what. Yeah, it's just it's a crazy situation. Anyway, um, have you ever heard of nuclear Gandhi? Nuclear Gandhi. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of Gandhi. I've never heard of the nuclear Gandhi. Okay, this is a funny thing that's basically developed over a good couple of years. Um, there is a game that's called Civilization. You know, my little brother plays it, uh, you know, uh, manically on his uh, on his PC that I built for him. And basically, uh, there is there was a bug in one of the earlier games. So basically, uh, Gandhi originally, when he was put in the Civilization game, was supposed to be one of the most peaceful of the leaders that you would face in the game and uh, as uh, basically the source of Gandhi's nuclear weapon you see basically this is the thing that uh, would happen basically the, there was a bug in the game that basically put his uh, aggressiveness uh, like past either 2-0 or past 0 and basically instead of making him you know incredibly peaceful and non-volatile he would stockpile nuclear weapons and uh, threaten everybody to uh, basically get you know uh, kind of like Kim Kim Jong Un fashion but actually you know it's like nuclear bomb like his enemies and stuff like that rather than basically being this peaceful person and basically it was this glitch in this game that uh, that brought it on Oh my god it's like it's mm-hmm. kind of like Martin Luther King promoting violence. There. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is, and uh, so, and uh, who knows? Maybe Martin Luther King might appear in a future game. Obviously, he's not been a world leader, so I don't oh, know. no, no, no. no. He's, he, I don't think he's going to be, but uh, who knows? You know, the future, <laughs> what the future holds. There's, but, uh, there's but no way he should be. <laughs> no, he should, not at all. No. Uh, basically, so I'll, I'll give you the story. Basically, the source of Gandhi's heavy heavy nuclear weapon usage is due to a bug in Civilization Two. Uh, each of the leaders available in the game were given a set aggression level, uh, with Gandhi being the lowest. Uh, As the player reaches the modern era of the game, the aggression level of all the world leaders would then basically lower. However, in Gandhi's case, uh, this would make the aggression reach a negative value in the game's code, uh, which uh, made the aggression value under underflow into the highest setting so basically it would reverse itself uh this would cause gandhi to become extremely aggressive as uh, a strategy weaponry came into play uh, effectively making gandhi an extremely heavy user of nuclear weapons uh as overflow as overlowing the setting was not possible uh like in game updates or anything like that it then became impossible for the player to reset the aggression value of gandhi uh, due to the popularity of the bug, it was later intentionally put into the later in, inter- in later incarnations of the game, uh, where Gandhi would ad- intentionally be the highest uh, level as a producer of user user of nuclear weapons. So basically, this was a a mistake that was made in Civilization Two, and so uh, to this day, every time a Civilization game comes out, basically Gandhi is like super aggressive for no reason whatsoever. Oh man, it, I mean. He, uh, it's, I mean, how is that like, 
I mean, they, it's it's about people who try to advocate for peace, and this guy is destroying everything in his path. Yeah. But let's keep this in mind, you know, this is not Gandhi himself, obviously, you know, this is a computer program that, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that um, obviously has gone very wrong. Uh, whether they should have actually continued doing that or not in uh, with uh, with Gandhi, I, you know, I'll, I'll leave that for uh, the uh, civilization community to uh, to judge for themselves. But because uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, I don't play it. So as far as I'm aware, you know, you know, Gandhi, this type of thing doesn't really offend me. But, um, you know... I think obviously coding is obviously an issue, and uh, obviously the uh, you know well the all you know uh, I'm not Civilization's not a not a Sony produced game, but Sony has had you know due to just to their coding issues, they've had massive amounts of problems with their software and uh, with like uh, security and things like that. And uh, I think this is probably a lesson that I think all gamers need to learn. All these all. Uh, uh, game producers need to learn when basically they're coding their software because obviously when something goes to a negative value and how there is no uh, rhyme or reason to um, the you know to basically uh, to to what happens in that event obviously that means it can have adverse effects like you know Gandhi wanted to nuclear bomb everybody and you know but not go abide his basically abide by his real nature that everyone knows him for right. Uh, this is like, uh, <laughs> and I mean, Sony's how I mean, like, is Sony is the creator of this game, or is it? Uh... No, it's. Um, I'll tell you what, I can't remember. It's Sid Meier's the uh, guy, guy who created Civilization. Okay, because I was gonna say Sony has a lot of problems mm. overall. <laughs> it's been having a lot of problems lately, for such as uh like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I just think, uh, obviously, obviously, I think, uh, you know, this has just been a thing now that basically just resonated amongst, you know, Civilization fans. And uh, I guess for hilarity value, obviously, they kept that in the game. So uh, I guess in that way, you can uh, you can probably understand from that point. So I mean, it's it seems like it's uh, it's kind of like these other games, uh, like these World War Two games. Uh, what do you call them? Like they're about like war. At first, they were based on World War Two and the war, war on uh, in Afghanistan. And now it's just... Uh, like and now it's just uh, made up. Like they put some characters in there with uh, some like horror element, fantasy elements in there. What is it called? Um, uh, RPGs, I think they're uh, Call RPGs. of Duty. That's what it Call is. Of, well, that's first Call of Duty's first person shooter, but uh, um, I'm trying to think. I think more. Um, I think Civilization's more is a real time real time strategy game rather than. Uh, so basically, a simulation game rather than uh, a first-person shooter, because a first-person shooter actually, you know, involves you actually being on the battleground. A uh, uh, civilization is more of a managerial game rather than, you know, a more tactical game rather than. Uh, so basically, it's more turn-based strategy rather than, uh, you know, any actual yeah. interaction with the player itself. I'm not <laughs> oh man. Okay. Has it ever happened to you before? Uh, yeah, and tell you, what, I'll just turn the recorder back on now. Um, okay. Okay, guys, as you can probably uh, said at the beginning, that uh, we were having some recorder issues, and uh, you'll happen to know that I spliced something in uh, at this very point, uh, like around about the 40, 44 minute mark. Basically, what happened is while we were talking about uh, Civilization Five, uh, my recorder just completely cut out and just decided that the card was full, even though it still got forty hours worth of uh, recording left to do. So, unfortunately, there was a bit of Boris Johnson, uh, the Mayor of London, we were going to talk about in 
regards to US citizenship and there was like a vinegar valentines part of the episode we we're going to talk about as well and basically we ended up talking about for like uh, uh, half an hour as worth of of episode i basically just didn't get recorded and uh, you know we'd really like to uh, you know do that rest of that episode but obviously it's getting kind of late now here and in, in the uk and uh, i really don't want to do another you know another half hour's worth of talking so uh, i'm really sorry that uh, this is the situation we find ourselves in but unfortunately this is uh, what's happened it's just the recorder right now on my show basically is uh, just gone kaput and uh, so uh, i'm basically just uh, using the last legs of it basically to record this message so uh, joshua you're still w- with me here so uh, but i think at this point i think we're just gonna say our goodbyes and uh, say that uh, hopefully there's gonna be a show next week given that i can get oh. this recorder sorted out <laughs> so uh, it's um I'm failing that what I'll do is, you know, I've still got like a laptop I can like record to and stuff. So uh, I'll just do that from uh, from from there. And uh, basically, at least we'll have at least something to record an episode on. If this recorder is not going to do it, then obviously I can just do it from uh, from another device. So uh, it's just a shame, really, because this recorder actually just kind of like uh, um, sorts the levels out for me. So basically, it's uh, I don't have to rely on basically controlling the computer in order to uh, sort the audio out, but uh, so uh, I really do like this external recorder. Unfortunately, it's years old. It's starting to, uh, as we said at the beginning of the show, it's starting to show signs of uh, failing, and uh, obviously it's done it right before we recorded an episode of my show. So all I can really do is apologize. So uh, and uh, so, uh, Josh, uh, anything you're gonna do this week before I let you go? Or? Um, no, at the moment, no. I don't think I'm gonna be doing anything this week. No. I think this week for me is like it's gonna. This is actually my my uh, my really busy week because I do actually commit quite a lot of time to my job and everything. So uh, this week's gonna be pretty busy for me. But uh, anyway, uh, with that, I think we're done. So uh, anyway, Josh, thank you very much for coming on the show. I'm glad to be on your show. Yeah, no problem. And uh, hopefully, maybe we can make up for it next week. Maybe we can have like you on for like half an hour or something like that, and we can just talk about stuff and. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, see if we can put more of the uh, put more content in, into a into a show that can be able to be recorded. So uh, we'll definitely look into that. If you want to find me on uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's twitter.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. Uh, Mixcloud, mixcloud.com forward slash Aaron Meta. If you find me on there, uh, also you can find those Craig Ballot interviews as well. Those are really great interviews, and uh, so definitely listen to those. Uh, support the Hey Arnold Save the Jungle movie campaign. It is a really big thing. That's crazy going on at the moment and uh, it's definitely something you want to get into get yourself involved into at the moment as well and also uh, hopefully we'll have a, a uh, more full show for you and uh, so all i can just say really at this moment is apologies and uh, hopefully when i see you next week uh, we'll have all the glitches sorted out and uh, we'll definitely put you on a really uh, fantastic show so uh, uh, josh thank you very much once again and to everybody here uh, at the aramesa show uh, thank you very much for checking out the show and we will see you next week hopefully all right Yeah. <laughs>